welcome to the third episode of Oh Sweet Music. Welcome back. Um, I hope you're all having a lovely week. As I'm sure you'll know if you've listened to our past two episodes, um, Oh Sweet Music is the new music podcast where every Wednesday we delve into a song inspired by an event in music history that occurred on the day the podcast is released. Um, it's currently Tuesday night at 9pm. So not as organised as I usually am, I'm very tired, but you know, the podcast is basically coming to you live the night before, you can listen to this um, at 12 o'clock tonight, if you if you so wish, if you can't sleep, um, but nonetheless, today you're going to need to look out your cowboy boots, which won't be very hard uh, to find, considering they're very on trend right now, um, but also your cowboy boots, your bolo ties, which I actually think are very cool and I do want to buy one. Um, but anyway, back to the topic at hand, Sophie. Today we're travelling back in time to 1968, where on the 1st of March, country rock icon Johnny Cash married the lovely June Carter. So a bit of country today. Um, and of course, June Carter and Johnny Cash had a love that really stood the test of time. And we'll be going into their relationship a wee bit more um, later in the episode. But in sweet, um, oh sweet music, true style, we of course have to focus on a song that's inspired by their marriage and their relationship. Um, so today we'll be focusing on probably the first song that comes to mind when people think of Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire. This song actually really reminds me of my dad and... Johnny Cash's music in general kind of reminds me of my dad. Anytime I say that, it really sounds like I'm talking about someone and they're dead um, and I'm honouring them or something. But my dad isn't dead. He's alive and well. Um, But yeah, Johnny Cash's music still really reminds me of him. There was always a kind of a few CDs in my dad's car when I was younger that have stayed so ingrained in my brain. Um, and Johnny Cash, this kind of Johnny Cash greatest hit CD was one of them. It had, you know, Ring of Fire, Walk the Line, Boy Named Sue, Folsom Prison Blues, all the classics. Um, and I kind of grew up listening to him and still still love his music. Um, I also remember there was like a Latin legend CD with the Gypsy Kings and loads of kind of classic Latin songs and a James Bond soundtrack which I also really love and grew up listening to um, in my dad's car, so which is quite random but quite funny. Um, so yeah, Dad, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. I remember those CDs very vividly. You probably don't, but I do. Um, but anyway, very easy to get sidetracked when talking about music. Um, so let's go up, get back to what Oh Sweet Music should be focusing on, the song. So I haven't just chosen Ring of Fire because it's a really famous Johnny Cash song. I've chosen it because it does connect really well to um, Cash and Carter's relationship. And it was actually written by June Carter and a man called Meryl Kilgore, who was Johnny Cash's friend and best man at their wedding. Um, and then, of course, it was eventually performed by Johnny Cash and became a hit. Um, but June Carter actually wrote the song to be sung by her sister Anita first and then I'm not I mean it's impossible to know whether this is true but according to Johnny Cash he said that he had a dream about recording it with mariachi horns um which are obviously kind of 
very recognisable in the song's intro um, and he released it with exactly that in 1963. The kind of... <laughs> that was terrible, but if you want to hear it, then just go listen to the song. Um, and then it did become one of his biggest hits. So before going into the meaning of the song, I think it's good to have an understanding of June and Johnny Cash's relationship. Um, I mean, their relationship wasn't perfect as no one's is, of course. Um, and they were both quite kind of troubled souls, unfortunately. But regardless of all of this, their love really did stand the test of time. And to give an overview of this, I'll give you a really quick timeline of their relationship. Um, so June Carter and Johnny Cash met in 1956 backstage at a famous country venue, the Grand Ole Opry, um, at one of Johnny Cash's performances. And June had just finished a tour with Elvis Presley, this kind of small um, singer from back then. I'm not sure if you know him, um, but he was Johnny Cash's friend. And Johnny Cash grew up listening to June's music with her family's bands, the Carter Sisters and the Carter Family, if you want to give them a listen. Um, so anyway, they kind of hit it off. And by the early 60s, they were touring together. And of this first meeting, June Carter said that she can't remember anything that Johnny Cash was saying. Um, and can only remember his eyes, which is obviously very, very romantic. Um, however, there was a bit of a spanner in the works. They were both married, which is quite a big spanner and a budding, a budding romance. Um, but during this time that they were touring together and kind of were getting to know each other, June was married twice and had two children. And Johnny was married once and had four children. Um, but by 1966-67, they were both divorced and in 1968, Johnny Cash proposed to June on stage in front of 7,000 people, and which is also, you know, a big romantic gesture. Um, and then in a few weeks, they were married. And I mean, it's pretty, you know, obvious and well known that there was, you know, some infidelity, some adultery going on during this time. And by 1968, you know, they were married and were both divorced a year or two before. Um, and not that things can't move quickly, but I think they were very close during this time. Um, and in 2000, June Carter spoke with Rolling Stone in an interview and said that it wasn't a convenient time for them to fall in love. And so, you know, I think there's there's been many times where it's been very much alluded to that they were kind of have a, having an affair Um perhaps even on and off for a long time before they before they eventually were married. Um, and in that same interview, June said that, um, or she described them falling in love during this period as just like a ring of fire, quote unquote. Um, so who knows, maybe falling in love with Johnny Cash really did inspire her to write this song, which a lot of people say that it did. Um, I mean, throughout the relationship, obviously a lot of romance, passion, deep love there, but they both struggled with addiction issues, with um, drugs and alcohol during their relationship. And apparently they did kind of go through some really tough times. And at one point it was, I think, a few points it was close to crumbling due to, you know, Johnny Cash's infidelities, addictions, arrests. And although their love story is very romantic, so you do kind of wonder was June Carter a bit of a, a bit of a long time sufferer um but yeah who knows I don't want to take away from you know their their lovely love story um 
but most of the arrests that I'm referring to were kind of drug-related ones with Johnny Cash. Um, but there was one that did make me laugh and did interest me, um, which is very random and involved Johnny Cash being the first ever person to be sued by the US federal government for starting a forest fire. So yeah, take from that what you will. I found that quite quite interesting, quite bizarre, and I would love to know the circumstances to which that all unfolded. Um, but anyway, back to their troubles. Very cheery topic. Um, Cash does credit June and her family for getting him sober, um, but they both struggled with addiction issues and maybe kind of helped each other through it. And as I said, they were married in 1968 and then they were actually together until 2003, until her death in 2003. She died at 73, which is, you know, a long time and really amazing to be in a relationship and just kind of stuck by each other for all that time. Um, And then he died four months after her at 71, which is pretty heartbreaking. I mean, whether he died of a broken heart or or not that is really really sad um and whatever you believe in whether there is an afterlife and whatever whatever form um you know it, it is kind of nice to think that they they might be together again um hopefully i would like to think so um but there's a really really sad interview of johnny cash not long after her death and you can look it up by i mean you could type in johnny cash final interview and, it, and it'll come up it was his last interview um, and it's really sweet and emotional and he talks about June and their relationship and I mean he's still very witty in it and when he's asked what the secret to a happy marriage is he says separate bathrooms which is a very kind of old old man response <laughs> which makes me laugh Um the interviewer actually says to him kind of it must be hard to lose someone after such a long time together and actually mentions some partners not um going not long after their significant other um and then he died a couple of weeks after that in that very interview so it's really sad to watch kind of knowing knowing that fact um but yeah it's still it's still a nice a nice interview and worth worth a watch um but looking into the meaning of the song specifically even out with the context of um june carter and johnny cash the song really kind of, well, I think the song really is just about the kind of transformative power of love and everything that comes with falling in love. And I think the first line even is pretty indicative of that. So love is a burning thing. I mean, very simple yet very accurate metaphor for love. I went down, down, down and the flames went higher. Um, it feels so funny saying that in such a... I don't know, in such a monotone way without the music. Um, But even, you know, falling in love can be scary and intense and painful. And um, I suppose just comparing love to a ring of fire just represents all of the kind of passion and desire and pain and intensity that is kind of part and parcel um, with falling in love. And even the idea of falling into the ring of fire kind of points towards the feelings of, of love and falling in love really choosing you rather than you making a kind of rational decision or you can't really choose to love someone or I'm sure a lot of people would disagree but I, but I don't think I believe that you can choose to fall in love with someone um but June was inspired to write the song when she read a line of poetry in one of her uncle's poetry books um that read love is like a burning ring of fire 
And then Meryl Kilgore, who I mentioned earlier, um, he helped her turn it into a great song. And when um, writing the song, June was married to someone else. But, I mean, apparently, the burning love and desire she writes about in the song was aimed at Johnny Cash. But Cash's first wife, Vivian, who, I mean, he probably cheated on her with June. Um, so... Fair enough for this next statement. Um, but in her autobiogra- uh, autobiography, she said about June writing the song, and this is a quote, um, this is a direct quote. She didn't write that song any more than I did. The truth is, Johnny wrote that song while pilled up and drunk about a certain female body part. Um, yeah, this hasn't been corroborated at all. So it does kind of seem like a bit of bitterness about their relationship from her end. But, you know, she was cheated on. Fair enough. Fair enough for telling a wee, a wee porcupine about um about her her replacement um and even the only time I've ever heard the phrase "ring of fire" connected to a vagina is when a woman is giving birth and the baby's head is crowning. Um, so yeah, Vivian's case isn't holding up too well there. Sorry, Vivian. Um, but if you are kind of interested in in Johnny Cash's life his relationship with June, then Walk the Line is, of course, a film about his life with Joaquin Phoenix playing Johnny Cash and Reese Witherspoon playing June Carter. Um, And it is is a pretty good film. I mean, it goes through his whole life from, well, not his whole life, but a big chunk of his life starting when his brother died in um, a kind of industrial accident, which is very sad, and goes through him meeting June and their relationship um, so I did really enjoy the film. I hadn't seen it in years until I was going to do this podcast episode on Ring of Fire. Um, and I did I did enjoy it. I would recommend watching it, particularly if you are a Johnny Cash fan. Um, June and Johnny's son, John Carter Cash, was an exec producer. So I think a lot of it is pretty accurate. One thing I didn't like in the film is... Obviously, Johnny Cash's addiction issues with drugs and alcohol are a big part of the film. Um, and June and her family in the film help him get clean, which is true. But June, I, I actually did, did enjoy Reese Witherspoon's performance in this, and I think she is really good. Um, but June's portrayed as this kind of very clean, sober person, which I don't believe to be true. Um, she also had addiction issues and... It was actually Patsy Cline who introduced her to amphetamines and drugs. Um, So I did just think it was strange that they missed that out and just kind of made her seem very clean cut and not associated with that kind of behaviour. But I mean, regards to this, it is is a really good film and their voices sound really great at points. It's both actors' own voices um, and they do sound really great at points. Um, So if you're interested in them and their relationship, then it is a good watch. Uh, but I think that's a good place to to wrap this episode up Um, I hope you enjoyed it I hope you enjoyed our third episode of Oh Sweet Music a wee bit of country this time a bit different Um, as you know I'll be here every Wednesday to chat about a song I've chosen inspired by an event in music history that occurred on the date the podcast is released. Um, so tune in next Wednesday to delve into a new song and event. 
I think I'm going to go with a bit of a rogue event and song next week, just to experiment and, and switch things up. So tune in next Wednesday and you can, you know, you can let me know if it works and give me your feedback. Um, but as always, if you have any feedback for this episode or any requests for any songs, genres, eras, artist bands that you want me to cover on the podcast, then just send us an email at requests at hotmail.com. That's oh sweet music requests at hotmail.com, all lowercase, no exclamation mark. Or you can drop us a message on Instagram at oh sweet music podcast. Um, and also be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at oh sweet music to get involved with our episodes every week. Um, I post my videos with kind of photos relating to each episode. And I'm also currently posting videos each week of my favourite movie soundtrack songs. So if you want to get involved with that, then just give us a wee follow on those platforms. Um, And last thing, I promise, if you have a spare minute, then give us a review on wherever you listen to your podcasts. And this just lets other people who might be interested uh, find us. But other than that, I'll let you go, let you get on with your Wednesday, let you get on with your week. Um, Thank you so much for listening to episode three. Have um, a lovely week, a lovely day, and I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Just talk to the people if you keep in love.